Broadcasting live from atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West, you are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show. All right, happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman live on your radio. Hard-hitting news that networks refuse to use, no doubt, starts now. This, my fellow Americans, is the broadcast for January 27th. In the year of our Lord, 2023, this is our one of two in the goal always to protect life, liberty, and property, to promote God, family, and country on your radio and the traditions of our founding fathers. Yes, indeed, we use the blueprint for liberty, the supreme law of the land, the Constitution of the United States of America, the checks and balances brilliantly put in place by the founding fathers, one of the great peaceful solutions we have at our fingertips, and as you know, we reject revolution. We stand for peaceful restoration of the greatest country on the face of the earth. It is a freedom-loving faith filled we're taking america back one heart one mind one issue at a time friday yesterday quickly we talked with brian rust and kelly finnegan rustquinnandgift.com we talked about the honest money report we talked about inflation out of control one year after biden said it would be temporary we talked about the irs warns taxpayers they better answer the new question or face consequences delayed tax returns, and or even penalties. The IRS has warned that many taxpayers better answer the digital currency thing, tracking all of your Bitcoin and whatever else you want to call that fake money, right? The IRS also says that taxpayers ought to expect a smaller refund this time because, hey, there's not all the stimulus and the laws have changed. And so, uh, you know, just expect less return on your taxes. Or or if you didn't give the money to the government in the first place, expect to pay more is the whole reality check, right? We talked about Goldman Sachs struggling as well in the, quote, booming economy. 3,200 jobs, roughly 6% of their workforce. Why? Because they say they are expecting uh, rough waters ahead. Economic challenges. And they say it's been a tough foray working with consumers. What does that mean in different language? Folks can't pay back their loans. And it's so bad that Goldman Sachs, of all people, have to lay off 3,200-plus people. We talked about Biden sending tanks to the Ukraine. Does this make this a Western war against Russia? And I want to bring on Dr. Scott Bradley with me right now. FreedomsRisingSun.com is his website. With that question, does sending tanks to Ukraine make this a Western war against Russia? Welcome, sir. Well, thank you. I uh, I was just going to say yes and let's move on, but it's always been a Western war against Russia. You know, I just can't let one sleeping dog lie. This has been a NATO proxy war against Russia. We uh, need to understand the NATO precipitated the war. Now, of course, you know, you may say, well, there's other issues. And yes, indeed, there are other issues that, that complicated and, and probably give more justification for what Putin did. But, uh, I mean, that's, that's kind of, oh, man, talk about poking the dog with that one. But um, I am absolutely convinced that had NATO not taken the steps it did, to encroach closer and closer and closer and closer and closer to uh, the Russian borders. Uh, Putin's position is basically, you guys, 
you keep moving your forces right up to my front door. What do, we, what do you expect me to do? And, and then you hear this, you know, the Sweden-Finland thing. There's even discussions now of bringing Finland on. I mean, get a map out and take a look at where Finland is. And, of course, for years now, in fact, well, oh, man, it was, what, six, five, six years ago, so maybe as long as seven time flies when you're having fun. We were back in Washington, D.C., trying to deliver a message, you know, to uh, uh, the House and the Senate. And that's when Ukraine was making their big pitch. I don't know if you remember that, Sam, but, but they came Yeah, that was fast. nine years ago, but yes. Not, was it that long ago? Holy <laughs> cow, that's why, that's why you're so old. But at any rate. Oh, ouch. Um, <laughs> slam, slam. Anyway, like yeah, you've so always told me, it's not the years, it's the miles. That is right. <laughs> you know what, though? Uh, look, you got Russia, Ukraine. We're in over 130 nations militarily. We have been for decades. But here's the next question that relates directly. What about the coming war with China? The coming war over Taiwan? The Wall Street Journal has been writing relentlessly about that one, Doctor. Well, I'm sure they have, and, and absolutely, China is probably the most viable threat that the United States uh, experiences or is, is, uh, should have concerns about at this point. But, but wait a minute. What, what's the deal here? Uh, Joe Biden has made them his closest bosom buddy. I mean, the, he and Hunter have been over there cutting big uh, business deals, and the, the, the Joe himself is taking, you know, big bucks out of this thing, and and uh, the Chinese intel. Yeah, but there's no accountability, yeah. though. Kevin McCarthy's no, not really not. doing anything. His investigations haven't even started. No, there's there's nothing going on. And what we have is uh, is Biden assuring us we've got a clerk in the catacomb, catechisms or catacombs, I guess I should say, of uh, of the Justice Department. You know, some gnome in the basement that's turning. Uh, the pages and saying, "Oh, this is this is okay and this one's good." And anyway, uh, I you know it's just astonishing to me. We do have viable threats out there. I don't know if uh, war is imminent. Uh, you never know exactly what's going to happen when somebody gets a burr under their saddle. But you think about China has has had a free ride since what nineteen about eighty six. It was a a deal that. Uh, the Reagan deal did with the Congress giving most favored nation status to China. What does that mean? It means that they have, they can pick our pockets with all their trade, and and we give them free open doors, and they just are pounding us to pieces, and so they don't have to take us over. They're buying us now. I mean, you look at some of the uh, purchases they're making of land in the United States, and uh, what they're doing is they're taking all these surplus trade dollars, and there's you know, just basically plowing them back in, taking an equity position in the United States. Yeah, yeah, we're we're led by some of the dumbest people that have ever walked this planet, and and we're we're cheering them on. Nobody's watching the the foxes in the hen house. It doesn't seem to me. And and they're in. What's the? Oh yeah, I saw that Senate thing the other day. Uh, Utah Senator Mike Lee was on it. And they're talking about the. The process by what tickets are bought for concerts. Woo woo! The Senate is right in the middle of that one. That just thrills me to death. And if you don't get the sarcasm, please recalibrate Yeah, it's an your absolute radio. waste of time. And that's what I'm talking about. We've got literally criminals in the White House with national security uh, problems and, and implications. And they're like, hey, I kept my promise and put so and so on the committee. 
<laughs> what? I mean, I appreciate that, but you know what? We don't even need most of these committees, do we? Do we need all these committees everywhere, giving people special privilege and seniority at the trough of government with special privilege to, you know, um, lobbyists and such like that? I just don't see why we even need most of these committees. Well, we don't. I mean, obviously, in fact, this is, uh, you know me, I always go back and look at history. The reason the Constitution has the requirement for meeting in Congress is that, uh, first of all, number one, they thought a lot of states wouldn't give it much credit or credibility. And number two, they thought, you know, once they get everything in and, and done, you know, like the coinage act that they needed to create to create the United States money, you know, Article 1, Section 8, Clause 5, the power to coin money. But once they got those things in place, it was going to be kind of on autopilot. And, uh, yeah, but, you know, we may be better have Congress in session in case something big comes up. And, you know, like uh, England decides to do a Chesapeake uh, uh, affair kind of thing, like they did in the Thomas Jefferson days. So we better have them there just in case we got a something that's emergency that comes up. But really, the American founding fathers did not consider the fact that they would be injecting themselves into every level of our government. I mean, not our government, our, our, our lives, our existence. I mean, we have every single stinking turn along the way. They're, in, they're intrusive. The bigger boot comes on our throat more heavily every year. And it just doesn't happen at the national level. It's happening at the state levels, too. And, and so we find government getting bigger and bigger. We find, oh, yeah, yeah, I know. They did the Roe v. Wade thing in June, so a big victory for life, although to watch it unfold, you're saying, wait a minute, abortion seems to be a bigger issue now than it was before. But but the problem is everybody that Donald Trump appointed, they may have been more pro-life. I take my hat off. That's wonderful. I'm glad. I'd like to see it come out of it. But the fact of the matter is everybody that went in there was a bigger government shill. I mean, every ruling that they had made in the lower courts gave government a bigger footprint on us. And so, you know, here we have little bones that are thrown, if you will, and everybody thinks, oh, my goodness, look at this. We're pro-life again. No, no. You look at how they're sending through the mail uh, potions to kill babies before they're born. I mean, you know, and and, uh, – Blackstone talked about that in his uh, first volume of commentaries on the law about how potions are used and and uh, yeah they knew how to do that in in uh, 1765 when this was written they knew how to do it in ancient Rome for crying out loud and now the United States uh, many uh, organizations are facilitating through the US mail service a dead baby I mean it's just astonishing ladies and gentlemen we have got to <laughs> turn back to Christ You also need to watch the documentary Grid Down, Power Up. We talked about that yesterday a little bit as well. Um, We also talked about the New York Times seeks documents in a lawsuit against Fox News. That's an interesting case. Most of the evidence of the case has remained under seal because Fox lawyers want it under seal. This is about the election issue. Uh, Why does Fox want the information sealed? We'll talk about it a little more in seconds on your radio. 
Have you ever heard of Loving Liberty Ladies? Well, the Loving Liberty Ladies are here to help you learn our American heritage and the way it affects today's society. The Loving Liberty Ladies also have a discussion guide called Proclaim Liberty. And with this guide, you can start your own group in your hometown. Get yours today on our website at lovingliberty.net. Look for our lesson supplements too. They're free. To hear all the special offers and to join the fight for freedom and liberty, please go to lovingliberty.net. The spirit of the American West is alive and well in Range Magazine, the award-winning quarterly devoted to the issues of the American West. Each issue contains informative articles, breathtaking imagery, as well as the culture of cowboy spirit today and gift ideas like this year's Buckaroo calendar. Order online from rangemagazine.com. Loving Liberty Network salutes the spirit of the American West at rangemagazine.com. Why does the left lie constantly? Because they get spiritual power from lying. The lies come from Satan, the father of lies. John 8:44. Here's how the political lying process works. Satan provides the beast with a lie. Then the more they use the lie, the more spiritual power they get. Look, the media is a lie multiplier, and this multiplication gives more evil spiritual power to the beast, and that can overwhelm and even deceive the body of Christ, especially when the body is being disobedient to the head. The churches today are incorporated, so they're subordinate to human government. They obey the beast and do nothing to restore our national relationship with God. And the government shall be on his shoulders, Isaiah 9, 6. That verse is not for the present-day church. Rather, it is for the end-time church, the body of the Lion of Judah, a message from Christ Kingdom Ministries. All right, back to you live, ladies and gentlemen. Sam Bushman on your radio. Hard-hitting news. The network refuses to use continues. Dr. Scott Bradley with me. FreedomsRisingSun.com, his website. That's FreedomsRisingSun.com. Check out his incredibly award-winning collegiate series, To Preserve the Nation. Also check out his incredible weekly webinars, Q&As on the Constitution, uh, and more. Again, at FreedomsRisingSun.com. Uh, now, we're talking about this, um, I don't know what you want to call it, this uh, issue. How, how do you want to respond to this, Scott? I kind of gave you the hint before the break. Well, t- tell me where you're going. First of all, yeah, just give me another, give me another one. I, I spent the break researching another horrific uh, challenge that we're facing because of idiocy. But tell me about it again. I got my mind shifted. To another uh, subject matter. So, all right. There's so many issues. I've covered so many different uh, topics and stuff like that. Look, the Republicans aren't doing any good at all, as far as I can tell. They haven't started a single investigation on any of these guys. Uh, and and I look at this and I say, we literally have criminals everywhere. Okay, and I don't see any any difference. They're taking away our gun rights left and right. I don't see the Republicans doing anything about it at all. I see them just focusing on like committee assignments and, oh, we kept our promise on this and that, but nothing seems to matter at all. Well, it's all, all just housekeeping stuff that they're doing right now. And it's, uh, yeah, they need, they need a house cleaning. That's for darn sure. But, uh, but the, oh, we were, we had been talking about uh, the American founding fathers and this idea of, of uh, 
where the the general government ought to be intruding. They shouldn't be at all. There's limits and bounds. Um, Jefferson, in fact, used a term tax gatherer, and uh, the, so those were the tax collectors, and he made uh, the the comment that that American citizens just don't see tax gatherers. There aren't any sheriffs of Nottingham running around pillaging and plundering, you know, and, and of course, in the Declaration of Independence, we read about uh, swarms of officers that uh, are basically eating out the substance of the people when under the, the king, and, and that was one of the things that precipitated the, uh, uh, you know, the whole Revolutionary War thing. Uh, they went to arms, for crying out loud, and uh, it seems really quite weird to me, and that, that was kind of the vein of where I was going with with kind of where I was thinking during the break there. I mean, this this uh, deficit spending stuff and the the uh, national debt, it's over $31.5 trillion now, and, and it's just, it's metastasizing. It's a cancer. It's devouring us. And, and you know what we always do, what we don't do, you and I don't do, but the Congress always does. They wring their hands. They get kind of breathless and hyperventilating about, Oh my goodness, we're all going to die. This thing is so terrible. We won't be able to make our make our payments and everything like that. And pretty soon, they they bump it up again. And and there's two years ago, I think, is when they last did it. And they said, Yeah, we're going to make sure we don't let this happen again like this. And it was just two years ago they bumped it the last time. There's been nothing that says we're reducing spending. No effort whatsoever. And so every time they get to it, they become, you know, kind of uh, just hand-wringing little spinsters that are so worried about what's going to happen, we won't be able to pay our debt. Well, you know what? I think it was last year they had, uh, last numbers I saw, uh, $4.9 trillion was the revenue stream for the United States government. We exceeded that by about another trillion. So $4.9 trillion. We exceeded it by another trillion. And so what happens if we if we don't raise the debt ceiling? It basically means... We can't spend any more money than we got coming in. That's what you do, Sam. That's what I do. We have to say, golly, I got to cut back a little bit and eat more lettuce or and, and not as much meat, whatever. <clears throat> but but the fact of the matter is, no, they can't seem to say that. That if we don't raise the debt ceiling, they might have to tighten the government belt, let some employees go, reduce some programs, but we can they can continue to spend the amount of money that's coming in. That's the way it is. And and so stop this hyperventilating. Let's put it on pause. Now, by the way, you talk about Kevin McCarthy and some of the agreements he made when he got made Speaker of the House. They were going to tie raising the national debt ceiling to uh, uh, cutbacks. Uh, you know, yeah, we'll cut back, they're saying. Now, again, I, I, th I think that's way too much. You're letting the you know the the camel with the nose in the tent with this, but but they say yeah we're gonna we're gonna tie any debt ceiling increase to um, uh, to cutbacks, and so we're gonna we're gonna go about a process, and that's what should happen uh, to the point that they really reduce some things. But Joe Biden is saying no, we're not gonna negotiate, we're not even gonna talk about this, we're just gonna raise the debt ceiling. Those turkeys, I mean, it's absolutely absurd. Yeah, <laughs> there's no. There's no recognition. Look, Article 1, Section 7 of the Constitution says the House originates all money bills. Don't originate any money bills. 
don't do it, and then see if uh, the president becomes a little bit less arrogant. He he won't. He's entrenched in that. He's been there for <coughs> so many decades now that we can't even hardly imagine it. But the fact of the matter is that's what they're they're just completely stonewalling them right now, and and our. Our national debt is blooming, and uh, our that's our admitted national debt. The unfunded liabilities that are there that we continue to make promises on are blossoming even more. Our, our grandchildren, great-grandchildren are going to have to pay those bills. No, we're the, it's completely broken, and Biden won't even meet with the Congress that has the purse strings. Are you kidding me? This is criminal, absolutely. Nobody's obeying their oath of office. Just say no. Quit feeding the beast. But and, and we can continue to operate within a, I mean, $4.9 trillion, I think, was last year's revenue stream. What? We, we just can't seem to fit it in such a tight budget. I don't know. Holy cow. So that's where my mind was, Sam, when you came back from the break. It, it's just absolutely astounding to me. Well, you're right about that. But you know what? I just want to maintain this point that they're doing nothing. Uh, and I really want to point that out. Let me give you some examples of what's happening on Capitol Hill right now. Remember last time you were on, I said, hey, what's happening up there? Do we even know what's going on up there? And none of us could really even say what's going on up there. But I've got intel because I decided to dig in hard and research it. So it doesn't come to you. you got to hunt it down. But here it is. Are you ready? I the Treasury know. Department <laughs> will not yet comply with congressional requests for Hunter Biden's banking records, the agency said on Wednesday. So they're like, hey, will you please give us Hunter's records? And they're like, no. No, wait a minute. Um, <laughs> the Treasury Department, you know what, Sam, if somebody came to you and said, <laughs> Treasury Department wants to know the last check you wrote, I don't care, the last 100 checks, whatever. You're standing tall saluting because you know you're going to be strung out, hung yeah. out, and dry. But no, and, look, Congress uh, is asking for this, and the Treasury Department is just like, no, we're not willing to comply. Okay? Now, listen to the next headline to make my point. Republican House Speaker Kevin McCarthy and Democratic Minority Leader Hakeem Jeffries seem to be developing a warm professional relationship. Don't you feel good about that? <laughs> No, no, no. That's always been it is, buddy. I mean, forget it. They're better friends than we are. I and, know, and they've which been is about, about impossible, but it's, it's well, true. Well, we've been lots of years as friends. I don't know. Holy cow. Now, listen to this, though. So they, now they're developing a warm relationship, says the media. Now, here's the next headline. Twitter and Tesla CEO Elon Musk made a, quote, surprise visit to the U.S. Capitol on Thursday. To meet with House Speaker Kevin McCarthy and House Minority Leader Hakeem Jeffries. And the reason that he went there is because he wants to talk to them about how he can make sure, now that he owns Twitter, that he's fair to both sides of the aisle. Huh, he's got a big chit. You know, that's a, so let me no, get he, this he's got right. something to play in this. Yes, he does. So let me get this right. He basically takes over Twitter, exposes all the corruption in government, says, golly, government got in bed with Twitter. It's horrible. Then he turns right around and goes to the, quote, two leaders that are now supposedly developing an incredible friendship, and he says, hey, how can I make sure that I let the government, both sides of the aisle, control me? Just like no, the no. <laughs> previous guys did. 
Right. It's a power play. I don't like either one of them. How does that How does that play in this game? I agree. But look, why would you go to the government and say, hey, I want to get your guidance. I want to make friends with you. Now, the next question is this. You can't even get a planned visit on Capitol Hill and talk to these people. This guy walks in with a surprise visit and everybody drops everything and goes, hey, Elon's over there. Stop everything at the house. Stop being buddy, buddy, uh, Jeffries and, and whatever. Stop putting people on committee. Elon's here. And then they roll in and they have this big old love fest powwow. And then how do you expect um, Twitter to be independent from government with that kind of a meeting or that kind of a starting point? Well, Liberty Roundtable live in seconds, folks. Dr. Bradley on your radio. Pursuing Liberty, using the Constitution as our guide. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA News, I'm Lance Pry. A sudden death has happened to an NFL player that was just 25 years old. The Detroit Lions announced Thursday that former NFL defensive end Jesse Lamagne died. The team said in a statement, Jesse was a model teammate and wonderful young man who has gone too soon. End quote. It's unclear what the cause of death is at this time. Five former Memphis Police Department officers who were fired following the arrest of Tyree Nichols, a 29-year-old motorist, who died days after a traffic stop and attempted getaways from officers. The police officers have been charged with second-degree murder and booked into the Shelby County Jail. Tennessee Bureau of Investigation Chief David Rausch. I've been policing for more than 30 years. I've devoted my life to this profession, and I'm grieved. Frankly, I'm, I'm shocked. I'm sickened by what I saw. Police body cam videos will be released to the public later today. CIA Director Bill Burns arrived in Tel Aviv this week for visits to Israel and the occupied West Bank, where he's expected to meet Israeli and Palestinian leaders on both sides. Burns' visit was pre-planned, but it takes place during a significant escalation of tensions between Israel and the Palestinians in the West Bank and Gaza in recent months. A fast-moving apartment fire injures several in a New York City borough overnight. The massive blaze went to four alarms in the Bronx. Of the four people hurt, the New York City Fire Department said one resident is hospitalized with non-life-threatening injuries. One firefighter is being treated for smoke inhalation. Fire Chief John Hodgins says the blaze may have impacted over 100 families across two buildings. We have Red Cross and OEM on the scene uh, assisting with finding shelter for any displaced residents. More than 200 first responders battled the fire on multiple floors. In New York, I'm Jerry Barmash. This is USA News. The inventor and CEO of MyPillow is always looking for ways to solve everyday problems. Have you ever picked up a towel set because it felt really soft in the store, but then when you go to use it, it's not very absorbent? It's basically a towel that's leaving you out to dry. That's why MyPillow has developed the MyPillow towels. Towels that work. I know, it's mind-blowing. Towels that actually dry you. The six-piece towels that includes two bath towels, two hand towels, and two washcloths. They come in a variety of colors, and right now, 
now you can receive a six-piece set for only $39.98 with promo code USA. Go to MyPillow.com right now and click on the radio listener special. MyPillow products come with a 10-year warranty and they have a 60-day money-back guarantee. To receive this amazing offer on the six-piece set of MyPillow towels, just go to MyPillow.com. Click on the radio listener special and enter promo code USA or call 800-951-8175. That's MyPillow.com, promo code USA. Promoting God, family, and country. You are listening to Liberty Roundtable Radio. So I'm saying to you that Tesla CEO, after complaining about the government, outing the government for their criminal activity, instead of pushing to prosecute criminals in government, Elon literally goes to Kevin McCarthy and to Joaquin Jeffries and says, hey, man, surprise visit to Capitol Hill. They drop everything and meet with their buddy Elon. And they all chat, and how can I make sure that Twitter's fair to both sides? And how can I make sure that the government gets their fair shake? And, uh, you know, we don't know what happened during the meeting, though. We just know that Elon said he wanted to be fair to everybody. That's why he showed up. And we know that with a surprise visit from Elon, they dropped everything. Now, I wonder if I walked into the Capitol and said, hey, Sam Bushman here. Well, I don't dare walk into the Capitol. They'll, they'll just freaking arrest me, send me right to the gulag. Okay, what, what's going on, doctor? This is insane. Well, no, it, no, it's not. This is the way the big players play, and, and it's a fascist approach to things. We've talked about fascism. It doesn't have to be jackbooted thugs, don't have to be brown shirts or anything like that. Most of the people nowadays wear white shirts and ties and suits. Think about who's in white shirts and ties and suits. Yeah, it's like white-collar so fascism there going on. It, it really is. There's no question going on. And so what's happening the, the absolute implication of this is that Elon Musk is getting in bed with the government. I mean, he is saying, okay, you guys tell me how you want me to operate. I'll tell you what we can do, and we'll have this kumbaya. We're all good buddies on this, and we'll all work it out. He is putting his company at the disposal of government operatives. And, and this is what's happened with the NSA. I mean, they've got third-party providers of all the information, all your text messages, emails, your voice calls. I mean, anything you do except for maybe writing snail mail, um, and they may be doing that too, and I'm just not going to go there right now. I don't know how it's all happening because that's a pretty different approach. But this stuff with everything automated, with it all digitized, with everything that can be, all the eavesdropping, the listening stuff, I mean, this stuff, you know, clear back in 2001, when the Patriot Act went through the uh, Congress at cyclonic speed, I mean, whirlwind kind of stuff, you know, and it comes out and Bush signs it and everything. Yeah, the Fourth Amendment, gone, gone, forget it. You don't have a Fourth Amendment anymore. And, uh, and so here we have Americans that are at the, I mean, we have the big boot on our throat. And Elon Musk, the guy that was going to save everybody, and, and he's still making those overtures in terms of his verbalization, but he has gone to the Congress and said, let's work out an accommodation here, how we can best work out what you guys want, and I can still make profits. That's really what he's about, is making profit. And so, no, this this does not bode well. What should happen I, I can't, I don't want to say on the radio, to heck with you guys, only I'd say it a lot stronger than that. I'm going to run my company. We're going to abide by the First Amendment. 
You know? We're going to sue it's all like, these government officials that were belligerently in bed with violating the First Amendment, destroying people's lives and livelihoods and everything. And we're going to basically say, you know what, government doesn't protect you from your criminal activity. See, he should be going like that, not meeting with these leaders going, how can I make sure that I, you know, have a relationship with you? How's this going to be different than the way it was before under Jack Dorsey and, and folks like that? Well, it's it's really not. It's He's got this ostensibly... He's going to be fair, he says. Okay, what does fair mean? How? I mean, if he is, if he's throwing out forty-nine percent of his, his favorable whatevers on the Democrat side and fifty-one percent on the Republican side, no, that that isn't how the program works. You don't trade favors like that. Uh, they should be hands-off. The the United States government has absolutely zero authority to dink around with his business. It's it's the way it is. I mean, that sounds pretty precipitous. Oh, no, it's factual. Serious. I agree, and that's why I'm bringing this up, because what on earth is going on? You got Jeffries and, you know, McCarthy hanging out, trying to be buddies if they're not already, or making the, me- you know, the media feel like, oh, they're buddies. Elon Musk rolling in to try to hang out with these people. It is insane. Meanwhile, up on Capitol Hill, there's a big concern, Doctor. You ready Uh-oh. for the big concern? No, it's never happened. The satellite TV provider Direct TV now stopped carrying the conservative news network Newsmax, even though it's the fourth most watched cable news channel in the country. And everybody's really freaking out now because, man, we've lost our liberty, doctor. Well, you know, it, it's just re- there's no bias. Come on. There's nothing here to see. <laughs> It's nope, just insane. Here to see. And nothing Newsmax, see. though, controlled by Chris Ruddy, hey, that guy was donating big time to Hillary. Oh, really? Holy cow. That's like So there you go. You know, big the church fourth. leaders donating to criminals. I don't know. It's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> what, what on earth is going on? And then I say we need to see something get done. And people are like, oh, man, they're working on it, Sam. But not a single whatever you want to call it, investigative committee, has even started, really. Well, here's the deal. I mean, you know, we, we're supposed to feel really good that uh, McCarthy's not going to reappoint, what's his name, Adam Schiff, back onto the so-called Intelligence Committee. Yeah, he's, and he's also not going to put that guy that slept with a Chinese spy on there either. What's that wacko's name? Yeah, well, that's the thing. Schiff, for years, has been shoveling uh, intel, uh, you know, secured information, Shoveling it out the back door, you know, but then we got uh, we got Biden, we got Trump, we've got Pence, we got who knows how many other people I never took in my entire life. And I I would be a petty uh, criminal, I guess, if I did. It took anything that was of a secured nature I held. I honored my oath. I honored the responsibility I had to preserve, protect and defend those kinds of things against enemies and no we've got people shoveling it out the door joe biden's son hunter apparently had the full access to chinese stuff before him and joe went over to the uh to china and cut big multi-million dollar deals that uh that the big guy joe himself takes a 10 percent cut of come on everybody uh, this is it, it's a criminal endeavor it really is it's really sad and I, I think if you really dug a little bit, like about for a nanosecond, you'd find there's every bit as many Republicans 
that are in the, the on the take is how do these guys what do they make one hundred seventy hundred eighty thousand dollars a year in the house and the senate something like that how do these guys that make that kind of money i mean no i know most people would be happy to take make that kind of wage but how do they come out after a few years multimillionaires? i mean come on, rent's high in that area you know washington dc virginia area where yes they indeed all live and, and and your flight home you know you're supposed to keep in touch with your constituency so they're spending money. They're supposed to be spending money. How do they come out multimillionaires? It's just astonishing to me. Well, now explosive I, I, new emails prove that Fauci's cover-up of the pandemic origin was based on a lie. Emails now prove it. But see, we're busy going, now ah, let's meet with Elon to be fair. Let's go ahead and, you know, let's put the good old boy network together and scratch each other's backs and such and let's make sure that we take this guy off the committee and put this guy on a committee we don't even need the committee shut it down okay but in the meantime you literally got fauci retiring with big money we now know that he literally based his doctoral positions on flat-out intentional lies we need Nuremberg trials. And these guys are just going, hey, man, we're not even going to, they're not even talking about this stuff that I'm talking about, doctor. Not a bit. No, this, uh, I mean, people say the science is settled. The science is, I mean, you got the, the California guys that are saying they're going to penalize doctors. Of course, there's a judge that intervened on that thing. But but this idea of science is settled, Bravo Sierra, that this there has been no science zero science in this thing you know fauci saying i am the science okay okay i'll give him that if he's all the science they've got then absolutely unequivocally totally and completely it's a lie look we developed gain of function stuff to put the COVID out there i mean they violated federal law spent taxpayer money who does stuff to make something more virulent and deadly and and they pay for it with taxpayer dollars and, and, you know, Rand Paul and him had that little exchange that you saw in the hearing one time. And Fauci said, you're the one that's lying. You don't know anything. You're only an eye doctor. I'm an immunologist, you know, whatever. And and Fauci, we do need Nuremberg uh, too. We've got to do it before he gets so old he dies. Because he ne- he does need to get the full benefit of due process and then have to suffer the outcome of it. I am just appalled. And, and yes, well, now check this out. They say the mRNA vaccines could now wind up in food supplies because they're giving the uh, mRNA shots now to the animals uh, and such like that. Well, now, you know, while I, that's going on, the CDC investigates likelihood of strokes. We told them that from the start, doctor. You know, no, I mean, what, what a, a couple of guys on the radio like us know. But here's well, how about the facts? How about the yeah. truth? How about accountability yeah. and transparency for starters? All right, Dr. Bradley with me. Hold tight. Liberty Roundtable live in seconds on your favorite news the networks refuse to use radio station. for Moral Law is a nonprofit legal foundation committed to protecting our unalienable right to publicly acknowledge God. The Foundation for Moral Law exists to restore the knowledge of God in law and government and to acknowledge and defend the truth that man is endowed with rights not by our fellow man, but by God. The foundation maintains a twofold focus. 
First, litigation within state and federal courts. Second, education. Conducting seminars to teach the necessity and importance of acknowledging God in law and government. How can you help? Please make a tax-deductible contribution, allowing Foundation attorneys to continue the fight. You may also purchase various Foundation products as well at morallaw.org. Located in Montgomery, Alabama, the Foundation for Moral Law is a nonprofit, tax-exempt 501c3, founded by Judge Roy Moore. Please partner with us to achieve this important mission, morallaw.org. This is a battle, a battle between truth and deceit. A battle between forces that would enslave this country in darkness and between a media that wants to present you with the truth. We are being censored. America's news outlets no longer provide the truth. 90% of news outlets in the United States are controlled by six corporations. The mission of the Epic Times is to chase the truth, to ground all statements in fact. TheEpicTimes.com Have you ever had great honey? No, I mean really good, all-natural, raw honey? Well, now you can, thanks to LocalHoneyMan.com. We can ship out our locally made honey all across the U.S. So don't worry, you won't miss out. Plus, Local Honey Man has so many different flavors, like Utah Wildflower, High Desert Delight, Happy Valley, and Blackberry, just to name a few. So purchase your delicious raw honey today at LocalHoneyMan.com. Begging politicians, bureaucrats, and educrats, and all do-getters to please obey the supreme law of the land, the Constitution. This is Liberty Roundtable. Back with you live, ladies and gentlemen, Dr. Scott Bradley and Sam Bushman. So literally while these vaccine criminals run around, they're pushing for vaccine passports. They're literally pushing for masks still. They're literally committing criminal activity and violating our First Amendment everywhere still. And now Elon Musk goes to the government and says, how can I let you control my business more? How can I get in bed and pretend that somehow it's more transparent and different than the old guard, but yet the new guard gets an emergency meeting with the, what, entrenched politicians? And uh, It's just insanity, doctor. And a lot of people believe we're making progress, but I don't think so. No, I, you know, so many of us are absolutely done, done. We're done with this COVID mandate, Bravo Sierra, that's been going on for three years now. I mean, literally. And and people have been run through the ringer. They've lost their jobs. They've lost their businesses. Their kids are way behind educationally. They have been injected with an experimental drug that has unbelievable side effects, everything from death to neurological problems, to uh, autoimmune systems, to neuromuscular problems, to stroke, to, uh, I mean, you, you just the list goes on. The, the, the implications for fetal uh, death, the implications for uh, infertility, I mean, this, I would say that what has gone on absolutely look, makes the, uh, uh, the stuff that's been going on around the world with with great masters killing off large numbers of people it will it will be right on the same scale as those things and and you look at um Adolf Eichmann for example he was the guy that put the train schedule together to bring the the prisoners to you know Auschwitz and some of those places where they were yeah, going to gas them he didn't put the time, gas buddy. in hey they did but that's the thing he didn't kill anybody he just brought them there 
And you look at what uh, guys like Fauci have done. This is absolutely diabolical. And and uh, the reason I'm, a, I mean, I'm just shocked. I mean, I, I'm not in the middle of of this hyperventilating that happens with people saying you got to get your booster, stay boosted. Holy cow. Yeah, with every single booster now, there's a higher probability that you're going to have additional challenges. In and your now life. they're saying they want to try to make the boosters the regular shot that would be delivered annually. Well, they talk about simplifying it. What does that mean? They're going to blend it. They're going to put it in a yeah, cocktail. It means an even greater concocted co- a suicide cocktail uh, is what they're on. And they say this could wind up in the food supplies now. What do you think of that? You will not be able to take it. Well, here's, yeah, I, I absolutely refuse to take it. But, but here's the deal. You're absolutely right. They are mass injecting. In fact, I read something the other day, and I, I haven't been able to absolutely verify it. Had some contacts in Australia that I'm trying to get some information through, but uh, they're, they're, uh, supposedly there has been a mass injection of the, of the cattle herds of this stuff. So it's being put into our food supply. I mean, grow your own groceries, people. Get non-genetically modified stuff, stuff that uh, the Roundup hasn't been injected into genetically and all that kind of stuff, stuff that the mRNA thing, it is absolutely appalling. And and then the, the chicken thing that's going on with the avian flu. I don't know if they're putting it in the bird food, if they're putting it in the spraying it in the skies. But I don't know if you guys have noticed in your neck of the woods the challenges of the uh, supply chain stuff for eggs. I mean, oh, it's a disaster. And everything is. is being brought to the brink. And I have a feeling that it's a race to see if we can, you know, remove a few of these criminals and arrest them or uh, if they'll be able to take us to war first. Because once they take us to war, I don't know how we're going to back out uh, of the thing. Right. That's kind of the problem. But now the CDC even investigating, um, you know, strokes, uh, problems with the heart and everything else. Well, now the Moderna people, they want to inject their vaccine straight into the heart now. Did you hear that? <laughs> Oh, man. I mean, the, the this is poison just gas beyond. Them. Look, this is like Frankenstein stuff. It is crazy town. The billions upon probably hundreds of billions of dollars that have been made. I, I saw something the other day about the personal billionaires that are now out there because of this stuff. You know, large organizations, institutions, churches, corporations, uh, financial things uh, that, that are now they're making billions upon billions upon billions of extra profit whether it's through dividends or through some other profit uh, sharing kind of thing because of these these vaccines it's it's a billionaire's factory is what it really is and uh, follow the money follow the money it's it's just astounding and, and uh, i don't know your idea of war i mean let's take that side trip for a minute now, let me be very clear. My idea of war is that they are trying to force this on us. My idea is yeah. not to advocate for war. Let's be very clear. I don't want them to run around and take me out of context and say I'm, I'm you know, mongering for war, that I'm this or that. I don't want war. I want everybody to step back, get on their knees, turn to God, repent, stand up, and go to work to restore the republic of the traditions of our founding fathers with pure application of the principles that made America great the first time can make America the most prosperous, safe, stable nation in the world again. Okay, so that's what I'm advocating for. Let's be very clear. I reject revolution and stand for peaceful restoration. I want to make that very clear, doctor. Well, I, in fact, absolutely. You're, you're I believe they're trying correct. to take us to war, though. That's where I was going with this. Because um, war really is the fastest path 
to destroying liberty. I mean, the executive gets more power. We could read you quotes about this, the founding fathers said. And, and we set aside individual God-given rights. We put out stuff like Trading with the Enemy Act and the Espionage Act. And For stuff like expediency, that. we jettison the checks and balances, and most people are stupid enough to accept it. Absolutely. And, but it's a, it's a race to oblivion in terms of liberty. And uh, so you say, well, war is definitely. In fact, the Carnegie Foundation was investigating this back in the World War I era. How do we get a nation to set aside its mores, its values, attitudes, and beliefs, okay, and, and go into this globalist world? See, that's, where, that's what World War I was really go- was working towards. This was an opportunity that the globalists saw to be able to impose a world government course it would be without the united states constitution and that's we've got so many attacks on that with global government going on with klaus schwab and all those guys and the united nations and the council on foreign relations and you know the world economic yeah the council on foreign relations is mad though because the world economic forum is kind of supplanting them and they're kind of getting mad going wait a minute i thought our organization was supposed to make the decisions so now there's a little bit of clash among the titans if you will doctor well there is and and uh, you know the the CFR was was established a little over 100 years ago with, uh, you know, the guys that were trying to get the Woodrow Wilson concept of global government, the League of Nations put out. And Klaus Schwab, I guess, is saying we got to we got to accelerate this a little bit. But but that's the problem is not a shred of authority to do anything that they're claiming they can do. And and we're just kind of willy nilly letting it happen. By the way, did you see that uh, Christopher Ray? Uh, the director of the FBI was at the World Economic Forum. Heck what yeah! Heck? What was he doing What's there? He doing is a big there? question. Yeah. See, in my opinion, he should be arrested for being there because he has well, no authority. Hold on, constitutionally, he has no authority to negotiate for the United States, right? He doesn't have any authority. Anything the Constitution well, know, doesn't allow it to exist. Agreed. I'm I just mean, saying, especially <laughs> though internationally. Hey, this guy doesn't even. Even if you accept this position internally, which I don't, but even if you did, he has no authority to, to negotiate for us or to, to represent us internationally whatsoever. None. And in fact, he's probably in violation of the Logan Act, which was passed, you know, a few centuries ago that said basically if you're dinking around in this stuff that is trying to set foreign policy for the United States, you're in violation. This is a criminal act. I mean, well, we never even think about that. I mean, people don't understand that. Well, Nancy's manipulated tactics could be considered that as well. Sure, and so could uh, what's her name? Oh yeah, Hillary. <laughs> and her, her, and this idea of negotiating away America's uh, 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 uranium stocks. You know, while she was in there, and Bill Clinton and her taking the the money to the bank, uh, grinning all the way with quarter million, half million dollar speaking engagements. And holy cow, people are capitalizing um, on their position and they're gaining great benefit that from that. And they're worried Roger that maybe that. if somebody stayed in, in uh, what's his name, Trump's hotel when he was president, that that yeah. was a problem because of his uh, emoluments clause anyway. So yeah. It's just astounding. That astounding. applies to the goose, never the gander. That's the point with these clowns. That's for sure. I want to end on somewhat of a good news piece. You ready? Oh, I'm ready. California's assembly bill. It's called 2098, just so you know. 
It was the one that would reprimand physicians who shared, yes. quote, unorthodox COVID-19 information. It was blocked by yes. a state judge on Wednesday. Judge William D. Shubb, I think is how you say his name, issued a preliminary injunction blocking the bill. Doctor. Well, that was because I think five or six physicians, I don't remember how many, but there was just a handful of them said, hey, wait, wait, wait. This this stuff isn't quite as settled as you say, and it precludes us from doing other things. This is an intellectual uh, predisposition to shut down anything that violates their, it's not just a narrative, it's just not a storyline, it is a script. And uh, by the way, religions and governments, governors, uh, public health officials, everybody's been on that same script. The media You're people. Right. But, but five but doctors nice it's, sued. It's been stopped. It's Newsom. Been stopped five doctors sued in November for violating their rights to, and this is important, free speech and due process. Well, anyway, so the judge stopped it. Now, it's a temporary injunction, so I don't know where it's going to yeah. go from here. But it's a start. You know what? We've got to stop it somewhere. We right? do. But uh, uh, you brought up Newsom. I mean, I'm sorry you had to swear on online and in on the air. But uh, <laughs> did you hear some of his comments about uh, their, their uh, mass shootings they've been having in California? Yeah, he literally uh, says uh, it's a it's a suicide pact. Well, here's the guy's the, a nutcase. He, he is. The U.S. government's not doing enough. He says I mean, because the only the time we stop a thug with a gun is when a good guy has a gun to stop him. Every that's time, right, that's the way we stop it. So don't we just need more good guys with guns? But that's the exact antithesis of what California is doing. See, California has become almost a gun-free zone. I mean, I know I'm overstating that a little bit. But because legal, I mean, law-abiding people are having more and more challenges, more restrictions, there's all sorts of uh, big impediments put in for a, a law-abiding citizen to have a firearm. But the fact of the matter is, it's happening in California where they're having these mass shootings. So you tell me, how's this working out for you, Newsom? How's all of these restrictions assuring that your people are going to be more safe? No, they're not. Well, we just and, couldn't get more restrictions because of you, doctor. That's, you know, <laughs> why. But now we do have a little bit of good news as well, but there's a fly in the ointment. Looks like illegal crossings after Title 42 put in place by Biden has reduced some of these border crossings by 97%. That's the good news. The bad news, though, is it's a trick because what Biden wants the people to do is wait outside of the United States and Mexico. Then he's got a fast track to bring them in if they obey. So it sounds good on the surface, but the betrayal is in the works. And hero citizens are risking their lives in the line of fire by stopping criminal thugs with guns that is the good news we also talked yesterday uh, myself and lowell nelson about the legislative session we'll get to that a little bit next hour and see what dr bradley's comments are on the legislative session man it's a it's a in my opinion we're under siege for 45 days whenever that, that thing is in session we'll talk about that hour one of the can hour two coming up freedomsrisingsun.com lovingliberty.net we declare this nation shall endure god save the republic 